Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk some start-sit calls for week six, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dave Richard. We're talking start-sit calls for week six of the fantasy football season. And look, we've had a, a lot of injuries in the past couple of days, so we're going to hit on, on some of those situations. But first, I want to ask about a, a somewhat tough Thursday night start-sit call, I think. And then that's, would you be willing to start Russell Wilson against the Chiefs on Thursday night? Uh, I think if I start him, I'm open for garbage time. And I, I admit that he has played much better this season. Mm-hmm. But I, I would expect that Russell Wilson will see a lot of pressure. And when he's seen a lot of pressure, he hasn't done very well. Last week mm-hmm. was an example of that. He was sacked four times, over 17 dropbacks, complete only three of eight throws when he was pressured. I, I, I don't feel great about starting Russell Wilson. He's at best a bye week replacement for me. Would you start him or Jared Goff at Tampa Bay? I believe I have Goff ranked higher. What about this one? That's fallen a lot. Dak Prescott at the Chargers this week. Yeah, I think this is a bounce back spot for Dak. Okay. So I'll take Prescott against the Chargers, and it's a good matchup for him. All right, we've got a couple of running back situations I want to talk to you about. First off, Rashawn Johnson didn't practice for the Bears on Wednesday as he recovers from his concussion. Obviously, Khalil Herbert's dealing with a high ankle sprain that's going to keep him out for a couple of weeks. Where would you rank Deontay Foreman? Let's say if Johnson plays and if he doesn't play. If if Foreman doesn't play, or I'm sorry, if Roshan doesn't play, I, I think Foreman's a number two fantasy running back. Mm-hmm. You're looking at a guy that should see a ton of work. The Vikings matchup has been tough. Make no mistake about it. But, but I like, I like what's that? The one time they faced a very good running team with a mobile quarterback. They got destroyed. They gave up 259 rushing yards to the Eagles. Other than that, yeah, it's been yeah. the Buccaneers in week one, the Chargers with Joshua Kelly, the Panthers who haven't been able to do anything on the ground, and then the Chiefs who don't really want to run the ball. So they're top six in yards per carry allowed. Despite yeah, I don't think the they're Eagles. that. Yeah. I don't think they're that good, but I think that they'll they'll make it hard on Foreman. But what I like about Foreman is that he'll have fresh legs and he'll mm-hmm. see a ton of work. By virtue of that alone, he's a number two fantasy running back. And the other one I want to ask you about is Arizona, because there were a couple of tweets. Adam Schefter tweeted it, and everybody kind of freaked out. For what it's worth, latest Cardinals depth chart lists RB Keontae Ingram as the starter and Amari DiMarcado as his backup. And everybody like freaked out. And, and I, I was surprised that anyone was surprised by that because, you know, when I was getting ready for all my waiver wire runs and when I was writing about it and talking about it, it was always if Keontae Ingram is out. Amari DiMarcado should have a big role. How are you viewing this running back uh, situation with James Conner out? Yeah, I'm viewing it from a million miles away. I really don't (laughs) want to touch it. I know that there are some people who will play running back for Arizona. I don't want to trust them if I don't have to. Mm -hmm. I've also learned not to trust the depth charts that are made public. Sure. And that things can change in a jiffy. I thought DiMarcado was okay as a runner last week. Mm -hmm. I've never thought that Keontae Ingram 
looked particularly good as a runner. So my my hunch would be that they would split rushing downs work and DeMarcado will handle the passing downs work. I want the running back that will handle the passing downs work. I think that makes sense. All right, let's move on to wide receiver. Coming off a big breakout game, are we just DeAndre Hopkins? We're starting him every week now? I, I don't think you have to necessarily start him every week. I think he had a very favorable matchup in week number five. And, and I think for the last two weeks, the Titans have been trying to get him into the end zone. Mm-hmm. This isn't as easy of a matchup for him against Baltimore. It's going to be tougher on Ryan Tannehill. I think that this is one where you'll use him as a number two wide receiver, but maybe you'll lower the expectations. All right, then we'll we'll finish up with a tight end starter sit question. Start or sit Logan Thomas versus Atlanta. Now, the one thing I do want to point out here is, please, I think the Falcons defense is fine. I don't think it's anything special. I think the commander's offense is decent. You know, they're 17th in point scored. That sounds about right. They seem like the 17th best offense in the NFL to me. Maybe 19th, maybe 20th, maybe 14th. I don't know. But somewhere around there makes sense. But I will say, we don't usually talk DSTs here. The Falcons are only 23% rostered in CBS Fantasy Leagues. Sam Howell has been sacked 32 times in six starts with eight turnovers. Go pick up the Falcons DST. They're probably going to have a good week, even if the commander's offense plays pretty well, because Sam Howell just takes a ton of sacks. It's part of what makes him fun. It, it, it is part of it. You live and die by that sword. Um, my, my counter to that is, uh, is that Washington's, well, they've given up some good numbers to DSTs, mm-hmm. but a lot of it's been touchdowns when the DSTs have really gone off. So maybe kind of a low ceiling type of DST play. And I'm starting Logan Thomas. The Falcons see the third most targets per game to tight ends. They're not necessarily terrible at defending them, but I think the opportunities will still be there for Logan Thomas to catch a bunch of short passes against zone coverage and maybe score. Yeah, this is a commander's offense that is really spreading the ball around. Since Sam, among Sam Howell's 210 pass attempts since he became the starter, well, started one game last year, uh, no player has a target share higher than 17% with this offense. Thomas, mm-hmm. I think, is third around 15 or 16%. So they're really spreading the ball around. But at the tight end position, unlike with Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson, you can be fantasy relevant with a 16% target share. It's a lot harder at wide receiver. So that makes it more difficult to trust Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. You shouldn't trust Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson if you can avoid it. And that's going to do it for FFT and Five. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more start sits and recap Thursday Night Football. We'll see you then.